Early Breakfast, 7.02, this morning. Mark Kaiser joins us this morning. He's the CEO of Fluid, and we're talking specifically this morning about the effectiveness of meeting. Mark, thank you so much for calling us, for joining us this morning, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much, and thanks for having me. We've got the Zoom meetings, and I've talked about the hilarity that goes on with uh, children running up and down and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but the seriousness in the meetings themselves, it's about business at the end of the day. But at, we've also got a human aspect when it comes to the business with uh, living rooms turning into boardrooms and all those kind of things. But the meetings themselves, what would you say the culture of meeting in South Africa was and what is it at the moment? I'll use a parallel, for example, when you engage with people in uh, African versus a British ap- aspect. British is straight to, straight to the point. You may even think that they are a bit rude. The preamble is quite long. Can you give us a better idea? I think um, when you look at meetings in general, um, there's a lot of behavior challenges. And when you look at um, how we've been forced now into remote working, um, people... Ah, sorry, can you hear me? Yes, I'm here with you. Okay, great. Um, yeah, when you look at um, remote meetings, you look at um, how, how, how meetings have become more transparent in the way that people interact in a sort of asynchronous way. Mm. So what I mean by that is... Um, yes? Sorry, my line keeps... Problem, we can hear you clearly, Mark, don't worry. Okay, great. Yeah, so when you look at um, the number of meetings that people are having and the way that they interact now, being remote, um, the feedback we're getting... Sorry, we're just going to try and get Mark back. But uh, if you've got any questions, if you are someone who organizes the meetings, uh, what kind of environment endorses uh, a better, a structured way? You may have an instance where you're meeting for the sake of meeting. The Zoom meetings themselves, as I've mentioned, have created uh, a time where now we need to consider children. Uh, I saw that there was a message from one of our listeners uh, who was talking about how to transport childminders. And now we've got legislative issues because uh, some of the loopholes and the developments and the regulations don't provide for essential workers. So, for example, if uh, someone has a nurse who continues working during the lockdown, uh, who's to know that the regulations provide that all schools and creches being closed, uh, that the regulations confine, confine them to their homes except when they are engaged in essential service. So all of our essential, let's say there's two doctors, what happens to them? But we're talking about meetings right now, and you've got Mark Kayser. Um Hopefully our line is better. Welcome back, Mark. Hi, thanks. Sorry about that. Um, I was getting crazy feedback there. So the idea of meetings themselves, let's maybe cut straight to the money. How much does an ineffective meeting affect your 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 business financially well when you look at the amount of time people spend in meetings nowadays it's uh, it's incredible um executives are spending more and more time um over 50 percent of the workday is uh, attributed to meetings mm. and if you think about the salary bill associated with that uh, meetings are very expensive but uh they the effectiveness of meetings um and the productivity of meetings sort of hovers, over, uh, hovers around only 50%. Mm. Um, so we've got a, 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 a challenge here where there's probably 
a massive amount of waste that could be attributed to meetings, but meetings aren't really measured, mm. um, and their effectiveness isn't really measured. So we've uh, wanted to shine a light on this, because my feeling is that uh, if you look at the defaults around meetings, just relying on your, your calendar defaults to set your mm. meeting time is probably not the right place to start. So I, I'd say that potentially the default calendar invite could be the the, the mm. biggest productivity fail for our species. And when you look at it, it's not there's not a lot you need to do to yeah. improve your meetings. We look at improving transparency and accountability. We look now with um, remote working about changing your meetings from just being a point in time when you meet for that hour or that half an hour to opening up the purpose of the meeting where people could interact around the meeting purpose at any time. Mm. And, and thereby allowing um, a better flow and less um, sort of scripted feedback in the meeting session itself. If we break the meeting down into before the meeting, what sort of playbooks do you want to prepare people? Mm. Um, during the meeting, how do you want people to run and be focused and be on point? After the meeting, do we want the meeting minutes to come out and the actions and the follow-up mm-hmm. um, straight after the meeting or a couple of hours before the next meeting? Mm-hmm. And what we found around that is that ordinary meetings close out only around about 50% of their actions on time. Okay. Which, when you look at it, the cost of the meeting, the amount of time we invest in it, and then the productivity and the effectiveness of it, it's, it's quite low. So we help companies work to try to get that up to around 80%, whether you're working remotely or in the office. Um, and there's small changes in behavior that we do to, to sort of improve that. Um, otherwise, we find uh, mm. meetings to sort of be in violation of common sense <laughs> and uh, all the work noise that they create. I often talk about meeting for the sake of meeting, just to see each other's faces, really. What's the point of this? And to have a positive mindset before you, you, you take part in an activity is important. How do we create a mindset? What are those factors, that preparation? You talked about the agenda, clear mission, and maybe distributing the notes at, and having those roles being very specific and having active participants in the meeting. How do you activate that uh, productivity and effectiveness in a meeting? I'd say you have to be quite considered about your meetings. Just take a step back. Um, define the purpose. Help people understand their roles in the session. Um, what are we going to do when people can't attend because they are potentially double booked um, in another meeting? Um, how do you want them to run? So you take a, a step back and you engage with um, the meeting participants when you kick off the session. Um, meetings are expensive. People have limited amount of time. So I think it's a, it's a blind spot for business that we don't really understand how effective meetings are and we, we don't design the right sort of playbooks for different types of meetings to help them be as effective as possible. I mean, if you look at any business and you try to approve a project, um, let's say for a million rand, mm. um, it's, uh, you've got to go through governance, there's due diligence that occurs. But if I set up a couple of recurring meetings with 10 people in the room, um, I could easily spend through a million rand within a year <laughs> worth mm. of people time, but nobody blinks an eye. Mm. And what would you say the frequency uh, in terms of how many meetings and the length of uh, a meeting should be? Ideally, how, meet- how many meetings should we have in a week and how long should they be? I think that totally depends on the role in the business. Um, I think one thing's for sure, we shouldn't just rely on our calendar to set the meeting time. Um, we often find that 
the shorter the meeting, the more focused participants are and the better results you get. Um, if you look at the average governance type of recurring meeting in, in South Africa from our stats, where we've run tens of thousands of meetings and it's all transparent, we get fantastic data out of our solutions. Um, but we, we invite 12.6 people mm-hmm. to um, a recurring governance meeting. They run for more than 90 minutes. Um, they, they typically achieve 63% attendance. They generate five actions and half a decision per session. And on top of that, they generate another one and a half new meetings because of the uh, poor attendance. So when you, when you don't get the balance right, when you invite too many people, um, you create a culture where you have too many meetings. Mm. And when you have too many meetings, people can't attend all their meetings. So you start getting a drop-off in attendance, and then your, your, the purpose of the meeting suffers because we can't make the decisions that we need to make because we don't have all the participants in the session. So it becomes important now where you could say meetings could be reinvented, mm-hmm. where you could leverage technology, you could open the purpose of the meeting, um, you can turn it from a point in time to an asynchronous sort of workflow, or, um, or and you can leverage lots of technology. You don't have to use our solutions, but there's lots of technology out there that you can use to do this. And then building in some considered playbooks and methods for how you want to run. If you're working remotely, is it okay to have a meeting at um, 5 a.m. in the morning or, or, or 7 p.m. at night? Um, how responsive people need to be? Um, there, there, there's so much you can do. But we turn it around from being um, micromanagement in, mm. in remote working to looking at productivity flows. Mm. So what we ask is if people are going to commit to doing um, tasks, whatever it may be, out of a meeting, that we close out 80% of what we say we're going to do, and we make that transparent. So what we found is after all this investment in time in meetings, people typically close out 50% of what they've agreed to in the meeting, and that's not because people um, don't want to perform. It's there's only so much we can take in. And when you're back-to-back in meetings and it's your fifth meeting of the day, mm. um, it's easy to forget what you've committed to in a sterile meeting room. Yes. Um, so the, the idea is really to, um, one, help people be more prepared, understand the purpose of the meetings, two, develop a playbook for your sessions to help people stay on point and understand what they need to do, and perhaps check in um, with metrics and uh, try and introduce some level of metrics to get a better understanding of how meetings are running in your organization. Mm, definitely. The, I think the data collection is very important and those tasks and who chooses those tasks, how to action them and how to move a meeting forward. We've been in conversation with Fluid CEO Mark Kaiser, just informing us about how to improve the effectiveness of meeting. I hope you've gained a few insights. I know I, I have. Mark, thank you so much for your time once again and please do be safe. All the best for the future. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.